You're listening to the Redfield Arts Audio Podcast, The Midnight Matinee, tales of mystery and imagination. Revenge. Revenge, as the old proverb goes, is a dish best served cold. Our play on the midnight matinee is the cask of Amontillado. Adapted from the story by Edgar Allan Poe, by Tony Sandeas. The cask of Amontillado stars John Astin as Montresor and Mark Redfield as Fortunato. And now, the cask of Amontillado. I remember the thousand injuries of Fortunato I had borne as best I could, but when he ventured upon insult, I vowed revenge. However, I, I gave no utterance of a threat. I would be avenged at length. A wrong is unredressed when retribution overtakes the redresser. Therefore, I must not only punish, but punish with impunity. Understand, neither by word or deed had I given Fortunato cause to doubt my goodwill. <laughs> so long ago, it still rings in my ear, and he had the impudence to pretend an apology. Oh, my dear friend, <laughs> I'm glad you took no insult. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> another toast, friendship. <laughs> For all eternity. <laughs> I continued to smile in his face, and he did not perceive that my smile was now at the thought of his obliteration. Fortunato had a weak point. He prided himself in his connoisseurship in wine. I was skillful in the Italian vintages myself, and bought largely whenever I could. It was just about dusk when I encountered my, <laughs> my friend during the supreme madness of the carnival season. I noticed him, though I acted as if I hadn't, forcing him to pursue me. Montresor! Montresor, it's me! <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. Montresor! Montresor, Montresor! <laughs> Hello, my, my dear friend. <sighs> Hello. Fortunato! Yes, c'est moi. <laughs> <laughs> I almost didn't recognize you. 
dressed as you are. Uh, you, you, you mean as a fool? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, in keeping with the spirit of the carnival, for tonight I am fortune's fool. Then, as fortune's fool, you are well and most fortunately met. <laughs> for I have what I hope oh. to be a rare Epicurean treat. Oh. But I have my doubts. Oh, well, you, you, you intrigue me, Montezor. I will do more than that, my friend. For I have what passes uh, hmm? for a cask of Amontillado. <gasps> but uh, as I say, I have my doubts. A what? How? Amontillado? An entire? Uh, impossible. And in the middle of carnival? A cask? Impossible. You say Amontillado? I have my doubts. <gasps> and I, silly enough to pay the full Amontillado price without consulting you first. Well, you should have consulted me. Where did you get it? I couldn't consult you. You were nowhere to be found. <laughs> I was afraid of losing a bargain. I understand. A full barrel, a Montiardo. I have my doubts. Mm, a Montiardo. And I must have satisfaction. Mm, I must know. Montiardo. Yes. In fact, it was just on my way to see Lucchese. If anyone can give me definitive assessment, he can. Lucchese. So, perhaps I... I... Lucchese, he couldn't tell an Amontillado from Sherry. Well, by some, his taste is regarded as equal to your own. By who? By fools? <laughs> Do not insult me, Montresor. Oh, no insult intended. Well, then, none taken. Oh, oh, it is unfortunate. What is? Well, I'm on my way to meet my good wife, the Lady Fortunato. Were it not for this, I would return with you now to give you my assessment. Oh, that is unfortunate. Mm. Well then, I suppose I have no recourse but to keep my appointment with the Casey. Good day, Fortunato! Oh, wait, uh, wait, wait. Let me uh, think a moment. Oh? Hmm. I will return with you now, Montresor, and test this Amontillado of yours. Nothing would make me happier. <laughs> Let us go! <laughs> I felt intoxicated by my elation, but with the skill of an actor, outwardly showing nothing. I remember I said to him, I do not believe you have ever visited my wine cellar before. A slight I shall make amends for today. Yes, you shall. Their legend precedes them. Ah, I had him, but could not resist the temptation to uh, play. <laughs> I, I said, now, they are extensive, but my friend, no, I have reconsidered. I, I, I will not impose upon your good nature. Oh, this is not an imposition. I will not allow Lucchese... And you said something about having to pick up your fool's costume for the carnival. Oh, what are you talking about? Are you drunk? I'm already dressed like a fool. Of course you are. Perhaps memory invented that. <laughs> memory does. We only remember once. After that, all we remember is our memory of the memory of the memory. We continued our progress toward my palazzo. Then he suddenly <laughs> sneezed. <sighs> he sniffled and muttered. Where is that handkerchief? <laughs> oh, yes, my friend. Now I see you are coming down with a cold. Oh. My vaults are insufferably damp. 
there encrusted with nitre. It would be terrible for your cold. Nitre, but the cold is a mere nothing. Perhaps you don't wish to share, Montresor. Or would prefer to share with Lacasey? Hmm? No assertion could be as distant from the truth as the one you have just made. Truth, a difficult thing to unravel. Amontillado. Hmm. Let us proceed with alacrity. Then Fortunato mumbled under his breath in contempt. Lacasey. Then, as if newly invigorated, he set the pace and bellowed into the night air. To your vaults! <laughs> we shall see what we shall see. And more! <laughs> I quietly suffered his already inebriated stumbles and the abuse of his mere presence, smiling broader and broader with each step. I knew my home would be empty. I had told the servants that I would not be back and given them explicit orders not to stir from the house. This was sufficient, I well knew, to ensure their immediate disappearance. One and all, the minute my back was turned. Mm, you have a nice home, Montresor. Its modest nature does not detract from its charm. This way. I cannot wait. Nor I. I took from their sconces two detachable lanterns and handed one to Fortunato. Ah, very clever. Thank you, Montresor. I... I bade Fortunato... Oh. Be careful on the stairs. Oh, they are an interesting feature. Oh, my ancestors were eccentric, and our vaults are, in their own way, peculiar. Ah, I place my trust in you. And it is well placed. We descended a long and winding staircase that led to the uh, catacombs and the wine cellars. His safety was my concern. Oh. Careful there. Broken step. Uh, I'm fine, fine. Proceed. We came at length to the foot of the descent. We stood a few moments together on the damp grounds of the catacombs, adjusting to our environment. Then we continued on. His gait was increasingly unsteady. His dress gave the impending horror the piquancy of the absurd. How much further? The catacombs are extensive this way. Uh, what is that on the walls? The nitre. Oh. Oddly beautiful in its own way, though it does contribute to the health of the air. Uh, no, indeed not. Uh, notice also the quite intricate webs of a multiplicity of spiders. How much further? <coughs> ah, your cough. We must head back. <coughs> Nonsense. We are here. Lead the way. No, oh, if you insist. There is always a Lucchese. I insist onward. Of course. That <coughs> uh, now. Hmm. We must navigate through this narrow archway. <coughs> and a sharp turn here. <coughs> 
How did they get the cost down here? <laughs> that was the problem of the laborers who delivered the goods, not mine. Uh, indeed. <laughs> but I sleep well, knowing my stocks are secure. They are extensive, as you can now see. Fortunato's eyes widened as he beheld thousands of bottles of wine, neatly arrayed in racks. He licked his lips as if he were a low comic actor playing a scene instead of actually seeing it unfold in real life. I am impressed, Montresor. I knew you would be. Where is the Amontillado? What you see here is but a portion of my wine cellar. Ah. The rarities are located further on. <laughs> Indeed. Ah, <coughs> uh, we must go back. <coughs> oh, no, no, no. Enough. I have not traveled, traveled this far for no reason. <coughs> True. I, I had no intention of alarming you unnecessarily, but you, you should use proper caution. A sip of this Medoc will protect us from the damp. Ah, yes, indeed. Why not? Eh? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Mm. Are these um, burial vaults? Yes, the final resting place for all of my clan. Oh, I, I knocked off the neck of a bottle of wine which I drew from a long row of dusty bottles and handed him the bottle for the first drink. I drink to your health and to the buried dead of the Montresors who surround us. Mm. And I to your long life. Ah, oh, thank you, Montresor. These uh, vaults are extensive. Uh, the Montresors were a great and numerous family. Mm, delicious. I forget your family's coat of arms. It is a human foot, ah. bare, mm -hmm. in a field of azure. Oh. The foot is crushing the head of a serpent, whose fangs are in the heel of the foot. Well, that, uh, that must be something to see. <laughs> the wine sparked in his eyes, and I watched intoxication mm. slowly overtake him again. Bring it along with you. The Amontillado waits. <laughs> A cask. Unbelievable. Ah, watch your step. <gasps> what is this place? Oh, a most unusual addition made by a particularly eccentric ancestor. We stood gazing at innumerable reflections of ourselves above, below, and in front of us. Each reflection featured an optical distortion unique unto itself. The effect was overwhelming. An infinity of reflections. Seemingly so. Each of the mirrors is positioned just so to reflect a single image into legion. Its effect is most, um, dizzying. Uh, and not a little sick-inducing. So many distortions of you and me and myself. And despite distortions all equally true and all equally false... If you say, well, let us make us uh, through this as quickly as we may... Agreed. It's not far now. At that moment, I felt pity for him. A strong emotion which was, before long, replaced with an even stronger taste of contempt, which made me smile. Once we proceeded, his eyes flashed 
with fierce light. <laughs> he laughed and gesticulated his hand and arm in a way that escaped me. <laughs> you do not comprehend. <laughs> he gestured again. I stared at him. <laughs> no, what is it? Then you are not of the Brotherhood? I thought not. How? You are not of the Masons. Oh, but I am. You? Impossible. A Mason. <laughs> yes, a Mason. The sign, then, if you are in fact a Mason. Here. <gasps> I answered by producing a trowel from beneath the dark folds of my cloak. <laughs> you toy with me, Montresor. Very good. <laughs> I can see you must be a mason then. Very good indeed. An excellent jest. <laughs> Let us proceed now to the Amontillado. Your wish. <sighs> we journeyed for further into the bowels of the recesses, and then, at long last, we have arrived. Finally, let's hope it was worth the trip. I'm sure it will be. What in God's name? The walls were lined with human remains, piled to the vault overhead in the fashion of the great catacombs of Paris. Three sides of this interior crypt were still ornamented in this magnificent French manner. From the fourth, the bones had been thrown down and lay promiscuously upon the earth. <laughs> forming at one point a mound of some considerable size. <laughs> These bones <coughs> and the smell. Oh, the unsanctioned remains of enemies long past. Look, just ahead. Yet, hmm? Do you see where the bones cover that small hmm? opening? Uh, the Amontillado? I nodded and led him toward the dark chamber. We displaced the, the foul bones until the path was clear enough for us to proceed. Quite an adventure I've gotten myself into this evening. Ah, uh, help me move these aside. Mm. Uh. Mm. <laughs> we displaced the foul bones until the path was clear enough for us to proceed. Uh. Now, don't be squeamish. Squeamish? <laughs> Here! The cask is in this recess. Here, why, the lantern barely pierces the dark. Oh, I had to keep it secure, given uh, its value. Oh, quite, quite so. I, I don't understand why my buyers didn't hear of this. Happenstance, after you. Mm -hmm. <sighs> after roughly 15 feet, we were stopped by a granite wall. For a nearly comical moment, my friend stood stupidly bewildered. In the next moment, in the next moment, I realized a deft maneuver I had practiced countless times for this occasion. <gasps> Grabbing a chain and shackle, I fettered him to the granite. Oh. I forced both hands above his head. Oh. Completed their startled journey, arriving at their terminus in the shackle, which was immediately locked. Withdrawing the key, I stepped back from the recess. Uh, Montresor! Feel the damp? It is excessive. And I uh, dimly perceive an astonishing number of webs for such a small enclosure. Once more, I implore you to return, please. Uh, 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 no? Uh, uh, 
Then I must leave you. But first... Oh, Malta, the Indian Malta. I thought... I render you my best. <laughs> All right, enough carnival frivolity. Don't leave. Montresor, please don't leave me. Surely this is a joke with... with, with Montresor? Yes, my friend. Oh, I knew it was a jest. You didn't leave. No. First masonry for the mason. Huh? Fortunato's intoxication had, of course, wore off. So sobering was his current moment. This I knew from the low wailing moan that, as my building progressed and his terror grew, began to emanate from the depths of the recess. From the depth of his tomb, it was not a cry of a drunken man, but of one who now understood his nightmare was real. This was followed by what I regarded as a long and obstinate silence. I labored on. After I laid the fourth tier of stones, I heard the frenzied rattling of the chains, mingled with the pathetically comic jingle of the bell in his fool's cap. I decided to rest a moment and enjoy the symphony. I've always appreciated new music, <laughs> and this was quite a passionate performance. When the music subsided, I resumed. <laughs> Now, when the wall was at rest level, I raised my lantern, casting a dull glow upon the mocking figure within, and then... Oh! I was pushed violently back by the suddenness of this sound. I hesitated a moment. Oh! I even trembled. I decided to reply. <laughs> it was nearly midnight. My labors were nearly complete. There was now but one stone remaining to be placed in the wall. I readied the heavy stone. Before I placed it, I heard... <laughs> An excellent jest. <laughs> we shall have many laughs over it in the future. <laughs> At your palazzo over wine. <laughs> Amontillado? Yes, Amontillado. <laughs> but now, now the hour is late. Come, we must be going to the palazzo. There, my wife and the others, our friends. Please. Why? My wife. I will take care of the lady Fortunato, as I have been. A lie. Added merely to enhance the suffering of his final suffering. <laughs> Montresor. For the love of God. Yes.
Yes. For the love of God, my heart grew sick. I hastened to make an end to my labor. I forced the last stone into its position and plastered it up. Against the new masonry, I resurrected the bones as they were before. I left and did not return. For half a century, no mortal has disturbed the tomb. And then today, this evening, the anniversary of the deed, out of some strange species of curiosity, I... I have returned. Everything seemed as it was that night long ago. But, as I grew closer, I saw the stones had been displaced. And then, and then I heard. Thank you for joining us for the Midnight Matinee. Our play, The Cask of Amontillado, based on the story by Poe, was adapted and directed by Tony Sandeas. It starred John Astin as Montresor and Mark Redfield as Fortunato. The soundscape was by David Crandall. Recordist was Bill Dixon. The play was recorded before a live audience at Westminster Hall in Baltimore. Fortunato, I had borne as best I could, but when he ventured upon insult, I vowed revenge. I've got out at last, in spite of you and Jane, and I've pulled off all of the paper, all of the horrible putrid wallpaper. Alfie. Oh, dear God, Alfie, come quick. What is it, dear? No. No, someone's killed poor little Pluto and hung it from the tree. Who could, who, who could be so cruel? Something Valdemar, can you 
explain your wishes or complaints. For God's sake, quick, quick, put me to sleep. Oh, quick, waken me, quick. I say to you that I am dead. Is this your wish, Valdemar? For God's sake. Valdemar, listen to this. The Midnight Matinee on the Redfield Arts Audio Podcast. Also available from Redfield Arts Audio on Audible and other great audiobook and audio drama platforms. From Redfield Arts Audio, available now worldwide on Audible. Jeffrey Combs, Nevermore, An Evening with Edgar Allan Poe. Written by Dennis Paoli. Directed by Stuart Gordon. Recorded before a live audience. You are here this evening, no doubt, to hear yours truly recite the most popular poem ever written upon these shores. <laughs> For many years, my, my, my stories, my tales, they're more popular than my poetry. Magazines and readership just demanded. Oh, new tale, every issue. Oh, God, do you hear it? Louder, 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 louder. Villains, I shrieked. Dissemble no more, I admit the deed. Tear up the planks. Here, here, it is the beating of his hideous heart. 